Boom, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Trailer Made Podcast. I'm AJ. This is Jim. And we're back with another Spode. This one's going to be fun. We're going back to some trailers that uh, happened in the past little over a month that we haven't really gotten to talk about. Yeah, there have been trailers that AJ has been wanting to talk with me about, but I say, hold up, pump the brakes, save Save it for for the the pod. pod. Yeah. Before we get into it, though, we do want to give a quick shout out. Um, This is a real shout out, actually, not a fake one. Well, they're not paying us, though. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't do the shout-out. We'll do the shout-out. want to shout-out Anchor. Uh, if you haven't heard of Anchor, they are a podcast platform that we've been using and actually kind of saved us. They're what we use to upload our podcasts or a way to connect with other podcasters. You can discover podcasts on there. It's a really, really great uh, platform. Yeah, they're, they're a great resource for podcast creators. They also help you with editing and recording your podcast. But for me and AJ, it was just a huge distribution tool. AJ and I had no idea where we were going to put the podcast when we first started recording. We just you know, put it up on SoundCloud and ask people to... <laughs> yeah, we, we're still figuring it out. Let, yeah. Let's not pretend like we know what we're doing yet. Well, we've come a long way. <laughs> we've come a long way. A lot of it's thanks to them. Also, they featured us on Podcasts on the Rise. So if you go on the homepage on the app, we're there. We're on the rise. Yeah. So it just feels good to be on the rise. We must be doing something right. Barely. Regardless, hit up anchor.fm. Check it out. It's pretty cool. Thanks, Anchor. All right, let's get started. Cue theme song. In a world where movie trailers have reached new heights, two semi-competent males will talk about them using microphones. AJ Gutierrez and Jim Schwartz in Trailer Made. Wow. Man, are th- sorry guys, Every it's just, the theme song's great. It's just it's so, so good. So good. So good. Um, let's let's take this time to thank our, our dear friend Patrick Ainsley, who lent his beautiful vocals to that theme song. Thank you, Patrick. We know you're listening because you are the voice of the Trailer, trailer Made theme song. All right. Let's talk about Creed 2. Creed 2 is one of those trailers that when it came out, you were like, I have thoughts on Creed 2. And I was like, I don't want to hear what you're thinking unless it's on the record. Yeah, which is frustrating. <laughs> but um, I, I like what you're doing. So uh, Creed 2, uh, it stars Michael B. Jordan, once again, as Adonis Creed, the son of Apollo Creed. Sylvester Stallone is back. Tessa Thompson is back. Uh, the whole cast uh, that was in the first one is back, and it is about uh, it's about Adonis facing off against it, Drago. It's son. Creed versus Drago too, pretty much the sons against each other. Yeah, and yeah, let, let's just watch let's watch the trailer. People like me, we live in the past. You got people that need you now. You got everything to lose. This guy's got nothing to lose. I ain't got a choice. That's the same thing your father said, and he died right here in my hands. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. But you don't think I could beat him? I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty. I was afraid I couldn't live up to these expectations. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty inside my DNA. You don't think you got your validation? I was born like this, it's born like this, immaculate conception, I transform like this, perform like this, what shells you a new weapon, I know how to play, I meditate, then off your, off your bed, this that put the kids to bed, this that I got, I got, I got, I got. It may 
not seem like it now, but this is more than just a fight. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty inside my DNA. All right, AJ. I'm going to throw this to you first because you did seem to have a lot of thoughts about this when the trailer first came out. Well, interesting thing about it is because of the amount of time that's happened since the trailer's come out and since we haven't talked about it, I've gone through what we like to call an emotional roller coaster with this trailer. Oh, really? I've had multiple (laughs) thoughts. I've had nightmares and dreams. I've gone back and forth. It's really taken a toll on me. Walk me through it. Where were you? What did you first think? Well, this is one of those trailers that we knew it was hitting on a certain date. Everyone was anticipating it. I woke up that morning knowing the Creed 2 trailer was going to happen. Yeah, you knew like a couple days before the trailer that the trailer was about to drop. And we all love Creed 1. Yeah. I just, I, I'm also just a big boxing movie person. Yeah, I feel like every boxing movie you see. But Mo- Creed 1 was, a, you know, I think an especially good boxing movie. Oh, oh, over, it, I'd say easily top three for yeah. me. What, behind The Fighter and... The original Rocky, maybe? <laughs> yeah, actually, I really love Rocky Four, which wow. makes this movie even more special to me Got because it. this is obviously what it's calling out. Um, and I, I do love The Fighter. I would probably say Rocky Four, The Fighter, Creed. Um, actually, no, Creed's above The Fighter. Rocky Four. Rocky Four, like Rocky saying, Four, Creed, The Fighter for me. That's very common for our generation, I think, to say like how much you like Rocky Four because. We were young enough that like Rocky Four was the newest one when we were kids, yeah, and like that was almost like the original Rocky. Yeah, to us. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or like if you have like an older brother or parents, they probably just like shake their head when you say that Rocky Four is. Your I'm standing by it. I don't care. I, I'm standing by <laughs> it. Like I love Rocky Four. So yeah, so I was very excited for this to come out. It came out. Everyone around the office was watching it. People asked me my opinion, and when I first saw it, I don't know whether it was the high expectation or the amount of love I have for Creed 1. I wasn't that into it. I knew already, I knew all about it. I knew it was going to be Drago. So cool, but like nothing really surprised me. I went, and you know me, I'm a very excitable person. Yeah. I wanted to finish the trailer, stand up, throw my laptop against the wall <laughs> and be like, I'm out. That was amazing. The rest of the workday is done. <laughs> it didn't happen. And I think it's just because the shots over there I was kind of expecting. And then I was like, oh, now they're just going to make something that had so much substance that was Creed. And they're just going to make it a big, they're going to make the whole thing just one big fight against Drago. And that's all the layers that there's going to be. And Creed had so much more than that. So that's what I was afraid of. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'm over this trailer. And I walked out. Wow. Then something happened. A week or two went by. I went to the theater, and I saw it again on the big screen, and I got the chills. Really? And I, I flipped. I was like, I love it. <laughs> so was, something about seeing it up on the big screen, it yeah, finally touched? I think I think I was just trying to not like it, and then I saw it on the big screen again, and I was like, this is dope. Who like, am I kidding? Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> like the, the, the Muhammad Ali underwater shot's great. And then I was like, I got to stop thinking about it too much. Just take it for what it is. It's going to be cool. I want to see him fight Drago. I was getting all the feels, and actually, I, I was happy that I that I I liked it eventually. I'm I'm glad you came around to it. I came around. I think I, I don't know what was wrong with me. You know what? I liked it from the very beginning. I understand how your taste for a trailer evolved, though. Like e- even trailers I love, at the first time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, I like that. And then there's something about it that keeps bringing me back to it. And after three or four times watching it, I'll say I love it. This particular one, though, I thought it was great. I don't know why you at first thought 
that it didn't have any substance. I was actually surprised to see how much substance it did have. Uh, I was surprised to see like the setup for the story at, at first. It, it really doesn't rush into the, the Drago stuff at all. We don't know it till the end. Maybe it's because I knew the whole time there was going to be Drago yeah. that I was like, oh, this is just a build up to Drago. But you're, you're completely right. I, I thought the build up to Drago was actually really tasteful. Uh, and like, yeah, the, the, the setup for the trailer, you know, just reveals all these things about where Adonis Creed is at in his life. He's got it, a baby? He's got a baby. No, he's I'm got a family. Now. I want to I punch the old AJ in the face yeah. for not liking this. I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to apologize to the fans. It's great. The baby, and, and he gets super beat up. Yeah. Like, what happened? It, it, the, the whole trailer begins with him getting knocked out, and he's in the hospital. I know. So he's, you know, the, the, the trailer very much paints a picture of like, okay, Adonis Creed, he has stuff to lose now, and he's already proven himself. So why is he getting into this life-threatening fight with Drago, the son of the guy who killed his father. Well, that's probably exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just answered my own question. <laughs> the song's awesome. I the really cut is good. I wanted to talk about the song. I thought it was like a really cool idea to use Kendrick Lamar's song. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty. <laughs> I got things to say, got things to say about this podcast now. <laughs> Please cut that. Nope, we're definitely keeping it. I, I was I was a little concerned going into the trailer because I was kind of afraid that it was going to get silly and ridiculous. Just because after Rocky 3, after Rocky 2 actually, like starting with Rocky 3, like the Rocky franchise kind of flew the coup a little bit. Like Rocky 4 is really silly. It's like It's kind of like what with Rambo. Crazy, it's it's yeah, very much like Rambo. The original Rambo is actually like really good and then it becomes this this franchise that is just kind of like fan service and right. kind of silly action. Rocky was kind of like that too. The whole Rocky Drago fight is very much like US versus Russia and like Drago is really like kind of a cartoonish bad guy. They make him like a robot too. They make him like a robot. Yeah. It, it looks like yeah, it's basically like he doesn't have a soul in that yeah. movie. So I I was really curious to see Creed tackle that territory because the first Creed is very grounded. It, it's it's got a lot of substance, as you said. So I was interested to see how they handled this. Basically, I was just interested to see how they handled Drago. And yeah, I, I thought they did it surprisingly tastefully. No, they did. It's a cool shot. Um, I'm curious in the upcoming trailers if they're going to show Drago Jr. anymore. I'm also curious on what Drago. They don't Jr. show him really at all. No, I know, but like I'm curious later on if we're going to actually meet him or like show any scenes with him training. I'm also curious what he sounds like. What if he's a nice dude? <laughs> what if he's just like really nice? <laughs> and then like in a lot of it, they become friends. They're like you know Drago's like at UCLA. They might. I don't know. And he's like, <laughs> is Dolph Lundgren in this movie? I don't know. Can we Should, can we look it up, Bruce? Yo, Nim- fake fake producer Bruce. <laughs> but what's that? Oh. He's in it. He's, he's in it. Wow. Ac- according to our fake producer, Bruce, he's in it. Wow. Okay. Do you think that they should have spelled it out even more who Drago is? Like for people who might not know who Drago is? Or do you think they just they did it perfectly? If people don't know who Drago is, don't see the movie. <laughs> we don't want your kind. My wife knew who it was. And I was surprised because she hasn't seen the original Rockies, like any of them. Really? And so, yeah, when I showed her the trailer, I was like, do you know who that is? And she's like, yeah, I know who that is. So I was kind of surprised. It's an iconic enough uh, villain that people who aren't familiar with the old franchise still know who it is. I don't think uh, my wife knows who he is, so we're on the fence right now. Maybe you should divorce her. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. (laughs) Um, Next up, we're going to talk about the new movie written and directed by Jonah Hill, Mid-90s. 
Um, it's very much about a kid growing up in the mid-90s. Uh, revolves a lot around skateboard culture, which Jonah Hill is familiar with and was involved in growing up. So uh, let's take a look at it. Jim, I'm curious your your thoughts. Um, I like it. I like it a lot too. I thought it was a good trailer. It was um, it was surprising to me how like artsy it felt. There was like a lot of artistic integrity on display here. Uh, first off, it's in four by three aspect ratio. For those of you who don't know, that just means it's not a, in a widescreen format. That's typical of uh, theatrical releases. Yeah, shot on uh, sixteen millimeter. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's really interesting to look at Jonah Hill's career now. Like it's really going into interesting places. To think that the guy that was in Superbad <laughs> is now making a movie like this that he wrote and directed is like pretty surprising and, and, and interesting. Yeah, I would say that this is more. I mean, I'm not one to say because I don't personally know Jonah Hill. Unless, hey Jonah, I know you're listening. You want to come <laughs> on the pod? That'd be awesome. Uh, but I think this is more who Jonah Hill actually is. Yeah rather than who we saw in the past. Well, I've known that he was a big movie buff. I remember reading an interview when the movie Moneyball came out, and when the director pitched Jonah Hill to be in it, Jonah Hill was like, I don't know anything about baseball. Like, this character is all in... The director, I guess, said, like, the way you talk about and think about movies, I want you to just do that but with baseball, and that's this character. So, like, I remember coming away from that interview learning that like Jonah Hill is, is a really passionate cinephile. It does make sense that he would make something that looks as thoughtful as this. But to add on to that... Not that I know <laughs> that the movie's no, thoughtful. It just it looks like it is. It looks like... But that integrity is also going with skateboard culture. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how much of a skater you were back in the, in the day, Jim. Do, do I look by, like a skater? <laughs> judging by your, your long, lanky form, I'd say <laughs> not much of a skater. Absolutely not. <laughs> Well, uh, I was surprised. Wow, you're um, so cool. So cool. I mean, I wasn't very good. <laughs> I guess I would put myself more on the lines of what we call a poser. Yeah. But uh, Jonah Hill was. He was very much in this world, um, very passionate about skateboarding. I've seen him in a lot of different skateboarding shows and documentaries, talking about skaters he liked and how he was like into the scene. Also, when we were this age, or at least when I was this age, I was, it was like the same world, like mid nineties, I was 13, it's, 12 skating. It's really interesting for people our age actually right now 
to see movies being made by people around our age because you're starting to see period pieces about what it was like when we were growing up in the 90s and the early 2000s. That's I'm exactly thinking like Lady is. Bird. Lady Bird uh, takes place senior year of the, uh, in high school uh, in the year is 2003. That was I was a senior in high school in 2003. This is very much about being a young kid in the 90s. Skating. Even though I wasn't a skater, that, that whole world is very familiar. Totally. It, and I think the way they it shot it makes looks, it feel old. It feels like you're just watching something from the 90s. It looks kind of like a skate video. Well, they almost. shoot all the skate stuff with fisheye Super 8. Yeah. Which is how like the old Spike Jones videos used to mm-hmm. be. And a lot of the culture is you just kind of hang around. Like you hang around schools, you hang around staircases, you hang around rails, and you're just kind of like watching people do tricks and then messing around. So it's very much being... You know, it's paying an homage to yeah. this actual cult, and it feels very real, which is great. After it feels I watched, very lived I, in and real, yeah. Someone watched this trailer with me, and they were like, "Wow, how has no one done this idea before? Like, it seems so simple, and yet the way you know, obviously, ideas are one thing, but execution is everything. And I think the way he's executed this is fantastic. The music's great too. The music's really good. Is that a, a Wu Tang song? At the, it's at a Wu Tang sample, which is very '90s as well. Yeah, the song is called "After Laughter." The first song. Um, by Wendy Renee. Okay, yeah, so Wu-Tang sampled that song. And then Wu-Tang sampled that song. I think that the the second song is really good, too, just how it brings the trailer home at the end. Yeah, it's from a Hungarian rock band that uh, I guess Kanye sampled in Yeezus. Oh. And Jonah Hill, a big Kanye fan. Oh, is he? Yeah. So I think this is very much like personal material, which Mm. I think is going to translate very well. You can feel it. Yeah. Just from watching the trailer. Totally. The trailer itself is just... It really just marches to the beat of its own drum. It's not like most trailers. It, the the pace is a lot uh, slower. It's not as snappy no. or, or as cutty as a lot of uh, trailers are uh, these days. It really just kind of will sit with certain scenes and let them play out for a little while. It's like a little short film. Yeah, it is. So I, I found that pretty interesting. And I, I thought there were some funny jokes in it. What's the guy's name playing the, the security guard? Is it Gerard Carmichael? He's a, uh, yeah, he's yeah. a comedian. When he... When he calls the the one skater who looks like Cheryl Crow, when he calls him out for looking like Cheryl Crow, uh, I also really liked the scene where the the main character, the little kid, is going through his older brother's bedroom, and it ends with him just getting pushed into a wall really violently. Hard. It's 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 both shocking, but it's also kind of funny. And it also did, was, did you think it was kind of funny, or is that just me being? No, I I thought it was kind of funny, cruel. but it also kind of brought me back because like <laughs> my little brother and I used to have fights, and I wasn't like a dick. Like Lucas Hedges is the older brother yeah. in this. But also, if you want to make like a serious movie these days, put Lucas Hedges in your movie. Yeah, you're he's good. like in every like <laughs> Oscar <laughs> nominated movie. He was like in Manchester by the Sea, Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. He's now in this, and he's in uh, that movie coming out called Boy Erased. Lucas, make Lucas. it a career out of being serious, brother. <laughs> no, my little brother and I used to have some like intense, intense fights. fights. He'd get some good shots in though. Oh yeah, yeah. Andrew. I mean, he was only two years younger than you, so no, you he's couldn't... five years younger. He is? Yeah, but I just look really young. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> you look great. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I was into it. it, made it again, it made it real, like going through a older brother stuff and like playing games. Like it, I was into it. Again, very, very real. I want to ask you a quick question. Uh, we've talked about it before on the podcast. A24 becoming like a record label for film. Yeah. I love them. They're getting a little carried away with their, like, this is an A24 film. Like, we talked about is it how Hereditary, they, where how it goes they under, reveal Hereditary A24? does the reveal underground. It goes underground. Now and they're getting A24 real excited with their reveals. This one was uh, spelled out in skateboards. Is that how? I didn't even notice that. Is Are that what the f- opening shot is? It says A24? Dude, 
Yeah. Because I was wondering, I was like, it's on these skateboards for, they, they for like spe- a couple seconds. They spell and out like, A24 in skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, somebody skates through them. Maybe they did it almost a little too subtle. You subtly. didn't catch that? <laughs> didn't catch that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. <laughs> anyway, A24, I like what you're doing, but send it down. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about Mandy. We need to talk about Mandy. <laughs> Mandy... Jesus, Mandy. (laughs) Where do I begin? It stars Nicolas Cage. I had read a couple uh, things about it ahead of time because it it had debuted at at, um, some festivals beforehand. I think it debuted maybe at Sundance. I might be wrong. Um, And people were just like, this is an insane Nicolas Cage movie. Like, and that's saying a lot because Nicolas Cage is in a lot of insane movies. This one is particularly over the top. It's the stuff of nightmares. Let's play the clip, because there's too much to say. You're a special one, Mandy. I, too, am a special one. Let us be so very special together. So what you gonna do with that thing? We're going hunting. So what you hunting? Crazy evil! You think you're so in love? I'll show you love. You exceed the cosmic darkness. It glowed from within. Strange and eternal. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. It, it really is the stuff of nightmares. I kind of wish that like we get to a point with our podcast where we start getting quoted on trailers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like other people get quoted. Yeah. I don't know what ours would be. It might just be like, Yikes! Trailer made podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it leaves an impression. That's for sure. <laughs> I think of all the trailers that have come out within the last like month or two, this is definitely the biggest WTF one. Which is like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the audio does the trailer justice. It is a very visually striking movie trailer. If you like horror movies and if you like, you know, bloody action movies. And you like S&M. L- <laughs> go check out the trailer for this movie. It's directed by a guy named... Panos Cosmatos. Which to me sounds like something people would chant in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> Panos Cosmatos. <laughs> and then someone gets their heart ripped out. Um, did you like the trailer? Duh. I did too. Just because it's so crazy. Bogglingly crazy and scary. I don't know if I'm going to see the movie. <laughs> I really like the trailer. I don't know if I'm going to be like, guys, <laughs> Mandy came out tonight. Let's go see it. And they'd be like, what's Manny? Like, uh, the latest installment from Panos Cosmatos. I would really love to take your in-laws to go see this movie. <laughs> Christmas Day, like, we should go to a Let's movie. Go to see a movie. <laughs> go take them to go see Mandy. But the thing about Mandy that's great is it has a title that could easily be fooled for like a rom-com. Oh, we're going to go see Mandy. What's Mandy about? Oh, Mandy's about <laughs> this babysitter who loves to shop. She falls in love with her boss, but then she realizes she can make shopping an actual job. Mandy. Oh, let's go see that. Panos Cosmatos. 
let's 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 break down what the plot seems to be about the movie. So it seems like Mandy is a weird girl who is dating or married to Nicolas Cage. She looks like she's like in a cult. <laughs> yeah, or a coma. <laughs> or or in a coma. And then there's this really bad-looking guy who looks just like her who says that we need to kidnap her basically. And then they go about kidnapping her in the scariest fashion that they possibly could. They come into their house in the middle of the night. Dressed, dressed in, like, in leather some... spike suits. Yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know. that sucks. And then uh, tying up Nicolas Cage with barbed wire through his mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks, too. It kind of feels like they wanted to make a renaissance for Nicolas Cage. <laughs> One of the fun quotes on the trailer is, uh, uh, Nicolas Cage is back. Oh, no. What's that? Bruce? 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 Oh, yes. It's uh, Nick Cage in the performance of a lifetime. That's the quote. I think what they wanted to do is like, they're like, okay, let's bring Nick Cage back. How do we make him good again? Well, we know he's crazy. Let's, let's just surround him with even crazier. That's actually a really good point because the line he delivers when his friend is like, what are you going to do with that? And he's like, I'm going to kill something that's crazy evil. That's such a Nicolas Cage line. But in the context of just even the trailer, you're like, yeah. It is. Like, there's no better way to describe it. It is crazy, crazy evil. evil. I, I have that in my notes in all caps, crazy evil. Yeah. It's like, that's exactly what, what this is. Yeah. It kind of looks like Mad Max, yeah. but from an even worse nightmare. It kind of looks like Mad Max meets like Hellraiser. I was thinking of like the yeah, bad that's actually really those, good. those 90s uh, horror movies, the, the guy that has comparison. the nails coming out of oh, his Oh, I know who Hellraiser is, bro. Head. Yeah, yeah. I, I I turned the channel once as a kid, and uh, we had Cinemax. I remember like that movie was on, and I just saw Hellraiser's face coming out of a wall, and I was like, ah! <laughs> That's not what I was looking for in Cinemax. <laughs> You're right. Um, the weaponry, can we talk about that? It looks like the deaths in this are going to be unforgettable. <laughs> that'd, be a good tra- be... that'd be a good trailer-made quote that comes up. Yeah. The deaths look unforgettable. <laughs> It just yeah, it looks like when you see someone die in this movie, the the, the imagery of it is going to be seared into your brain for years to come. Well, let's talk about some of the weapons. There's that crazy medieval axe that Nicolas Cage has. I'm yep. assuming it was built by a demon to kill demons. <laughs> it's a demon killing it's axe. It's a demon killing axe. And then we have the epic chainsaw fight. Yeah, I love how the trailer closes out on a chainsaw fight. But they're extra large chainsaws? Yeah. That, like, that's, where do you get those? I don't know. That must be a, a customized chainsaw. There's definitely not a scene where he goes to Lowe's. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Panos, Cosmatos, what are you doing to us? What's going through that brain of yours, buddy? <laughs> I mean, apparently that. I feel like this is a, a transparent look into this guy's mind. But I'm in. I'll see it. You're I don't think I'm not going to see it in theaters. I don't think I'm going to see it in theaters either. This is a weird video on demand night. I agree. And then I, I, you got to like take a shower afterwards or something. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> maybe follow it up with a rom-com of yeah. some sort. I do want to say, uh, and this is maybe something we should incorporate into other episodes, like favorite random moment of the trailer. Yeah. Like there's always trailers that throw a shot in that have no reason to be in there. That's just like, oh, we'll just throw this shot in. For me in this one, it was just the tiger coming out of a cage. I, I noticed that, too. I'm just like, oh, wow, it has tigers. It has tigers. <laughs> just when you thought it couldn't have it all. Just when you thought it couldn't show anything more than what it does, you see a tiger. Coming out of the cage. Yep. No context. Mm-hmm. None needed. Mm-hmm. But oddly enough, was not the weirdest part of the trailer. Yeah, I feel I felt like I needed a shower just after watching the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're into that, everyone, <laughs> crazy evil, go see Mandy. Not for everyone. <laughs>
So that's it for now. Thanks for listening. Like we said before, we're going to try and have a new episode out every week. We've said that we were trying to do one every Thursday. We're not going to be able to do that next week, but it'll happen sometime probably in the weekend. Next weekend, we'll have another episode for you guys. And if you want to contact us, you can hit us up on Twitter, at TrailerMadePod. You can email us, TrailerMadePod at gmail.com. Let us know if there are any trailers that uh, you want us to talk about. You know, There's been a lot of trailers that have come out that we haven't talked about, so if there's one in particular that you're... You want to hear commentary on, let us know. We're not too big to interact with our fans, but pretty soon we will be. So take advantage of this time now. Take advantage. So (laughs) until next. We're on the rise, guys. (laughs) (laughs) We are on the rise. Uh, So until then, stay tuned to our next episode coming soon. Trailer made.